Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Sense Academy podcast. And now, school is in session. I'm joined here with my good friend, Matteo, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hey, it's good to be back for another episode. Uh, what are we talking uh, about today, Nick? Um, well, first I'll introduce myself. I forgot to do that. Um, <laughs> my name is Nick, and this is the Sense Academy podcast. So, to begin the podcast, uh, Matteo... You wrote an article recently on our website. Yeah, you can go visit us at Sense Academy or the Sense Academy dot wordpress dot com. Uh, free link there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, Matteo, you decided to write a little what if article, and I found it very interesting. And it seems to be something you like to do. The first one being the hamburger hamburger run, yeah. which was also another really cool read. But uh, we're going to talk about the most recent one. And uh, what was that article about? Uh, so I posted this today about an hour ago. It was uh, it was an article called "What If the Sens Kept Char Instead of Redden," which so, is one of the most highly debated topics in yeah. Sens history. Of course, like of course, you can see today that keeping Chara would have been the smarter thing to do. But like at the time, uh, it wasn't it wasn't as clear as it is today. Um, so I wrote about yeah. what, what the team would look like, how we would develop, what would be different throughout the years if Charo was on the team instead of Wade Redden. Which is such a tough call because, you know, you don't, the sense management don't know what's going on in Wade Redden's personal life and he looks like he's going to be a long-time stud, but he ends up just going down the wrong path and kind of screwing over the sense a little bit. Not, a little bit. Not, not, not mad at him about it, but, you know, it's just life happens and sadly you know just maybe the wrong just the wrong player was kept yeah and uh of course there's a lot of factors that went into chara or uh red and staying instead of chara as right. uh one of our responses to our tweet said like chara yeah. was upset that hosa wrote the sign and trade um and other yeah, people no. have said that chara wanted to be captain and there's all sorts of stuff that happened yeah and then but. if everything would have been worked out, you never know what could happen. But in your article, yeah. you choose the side that everything got worked out. Yeah. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, sure. So uh, nothing too much changes at first. Uh, well, I shouldn't say nothing. It starts out with uh, a Stanley Cup win over the Anaheim <laughs> in 2007. Um, um, and what made them like over the, put themselves over the edge in that series, you know? Well, a big thing during that series was that the Ducks had a big edge over us because they figured out how to how to counter Wade Redden and how to score a little bit more while he was on the ice. But I don't think they'd be able to do that so easily with Chara instead of Redden. His long reach, um, his seven feet reach. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm not saying that we would definitely win this series, but I think it would be a lot closer. I think it would go to seven games at least. And I think, like, as a Sens fan maybe, but I think I'll win. <laughs> Yeah, Ducks were definitely a, a stacked roster, but so were the Sens. And For sure. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And also, if you have Hasek in net there, if there's not an injury, yeah. like, I think Sens take that. With sure. Chara, too, Hasek. I think they take that as well. That was definitely a big what-if as well, was Hasek getting injured in the Olympics. Yeah. Um, and one of the main reasons why NHL players aren't sent to the Olympics anymore, which is kind of yeah, sad. For sure. Um but uh yeah after this uh like 
this team celebrates nothing no trades happen <laughs> nice um, little boston bruins tab yeah you know have you seen that receipt what like hundred thousand dollars in one night and oh, drinks god i'm sure it'd be the same <laughs> Mel- no melnick wouldn't pay for that shit <laughs> oh, charo would pay for it <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go um but yeah so in real life the next year nothing really happened uh kind of poor coaching made us do a little bit worse than was expected and uh we got swept in the first round and uh i don't think chara being around would change too much because he wasn't that big of an improvement over redden just yet but uh, maybe mm-hmm. he gets us a game or two and we don't get swept and it's not quite as embarrassing um, yeah, just from his defensive abilities yeah he, but for, uh, like, i think we would man, still be his... able to pick eric carlson which was oh great. yeah this is cool yeah <laughs> yeah because like he was a reach in the draft, he was being at fifteen, and also you know the Sens losing in the first round, they're able to trade that pick up, yeah, uh, to get to fifteen, for sure. That'd be pretty cool. Nice, nice keeping Carlson there. Yeah, that. Imagine if we couldn't keep Carlson, uh, <laughs> and then yeah, so nothing really happens for a couple seasons. Really, uh, we draft Runblad instead of Jared Cowan. Um, because I think oh, he'd yeah. be on the sense radar already. Right. Because um, he's he was targeted in uh, he's targeted via trade, eh? So, yeah. Yeah, and he probably would have been available for the sense if they didn't have that ninth pick. For sure. Yeah, and then that's a good good take. Eventually, Brian Elliott would take over as starter after Ray Emery would be gone. Uh, Martin Gerber wouldn't really cut it too much as our starting goalie. <laughs> Sadly, yeah, big. Um, and yeah, so 2009-2010, I'm saying that Ottawa finishes the season with 105 points, which is first in our division. Um, right ahead of Buffalo, eh? Yeah, at 100. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think with Brian Elliott and Net, like. He's not an elite goalie by any means, but uh, he kind of had a breakout year in 2009, 2010. Um, so I think I think the team would be good enough to carry us to the finals at least, but I don't know if we could get past the Blackhawks that year. Yeah, just the dynasty they were that year, so yeah. fair enough. Um, but uh, yeah, so we, yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't win the cup that year. Um, and then, yeah, so things kind of get worse after that. Uh, Brian go Elliott. Little, yeah, you're saying they go through a little retool. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we go through a few years. Uh, Brian Elliott falls down to earth. Um, but we get Ben Bishop and we draft Robin Leonard. Mika Zibanejad, uh, becomes a senator. Um, he stays a senator. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, a lot of the Sens picks, like, I think would be pretty similar to what they were in real life because a lot of our picks end up being reaches. So even if we finish a little bit better or a little bit worse, then I think we we target similar players either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it it seems like so far not much changes with Chara. Just you got that one solid piece still back there and a leader. Yeah, for sure. And it also also uh, gives some reason for Alfredson to stay a little bit more. Yeah, and, and Danny Heatley would be a big thing. I think uh, 
the year before Heatley left, I believe, uh, 2012? Or no, much earlier. 2010. Milan McCulloch came over. Uh, sorry? Milan McCulloch came over around in 2010, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, when he left, uh, I think Chara being around, I think he would kind of see that the team is in a little bit better shape, and I think Chara might be able to convince him to to stick around a little bit longer. Uh, so that'd be pretty big, having the pizza line stay intact for a couple more years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe Danny Heatley doesn't fall off as much in his career. Yeah, for sure. After he was traded, he or after he left the Sens, he kind of fell off a lot there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think he would kind of keep us up a little bit. Um, but, uh, of course... In 2014, I think Alfie would retire instead of going to Detroit, uh, which would also be nice. Won his cup, yeah. That's the yeah. only reason he left was because he wanted a cup. Yeah, but uh, I think he was still... What happened, I think why he left was uh, he was promised a bigger contract and then the team didn't honor that, right? Uh, uh, and he also he also was trying to chase a cup too. Yeah, he didn't think he didn't think the Sens could do it, which is kind of ironic because they went farther than Detroit that year. True. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he wasn't happy in Ottawa. Yeah. So uh, when he leaves, I think that's also when Danny Heatley would leave as well. Um, and so I think that would be a big kind of shift in 2014 of a lot of players leaving the team. Charles still standing strong. But, Knowing uh, how loyal he is. Yeah, I think Char would stick around, and that would be the year he would get the captain. He would get the C um, with Jason Spezza and Carlson wearing an A, which would nice. be pretty cool because uh, I think Char makes a little... I think he's a little bit more of captain material than Spezza was. I'd say a lot more, yeah. Yeah, because like, Spezza couldn't really handle the pressure. I know the fans kind of chased him out of town, but uh, that's kind of your role as the captain is to take yeah. all that and kind of like you're, you're in charge of your the team yeah. yeah yeah um so i think yeah if Chara was around instead of spets of being captain um then the team maybe stays, stays together intact. a little bit more yeah um and then yeah that brings us into kind of this era of the ottawa senators with mark stone mike hoffman uh, they get drafted late in late rounds, so I still see right. them on the team. Um, right. And then we make some first-round picks that might include uh, Zach Wierenski, which would be cool. Uh, I think Colin White would still be on the team, and maybe we would pick up Luke Coonan or someone like that. Um, but Thomas Shabbat wouldn't be a senator, which is unfortunate. <laughs> this is because the Sens finished pretty poorly, right? Because they're kind of retooling now. Yeah, so and... instead of picking Shabbat I think he went 18th overall yeah uh, and then Zach Wierenski could be picked like uh, I don't know where he went like 6th or 7th I believe yeah he was a high draft pick yeah um, yeah so still getting a stud with him for sure yeah and like I don't you can't I can't really say who's better at this point like I'd, I'd, I'd say, like Shabbat I'd more. I'd personally say Sh- Shabbat, but, but yeah. Yeah. We're also Sens fans. Maybe a Columbus fan would say Wierenski's better. Yeah. So, it's pretty similar there. And also, I could see the Sens taking Wierenski because, you know, he is a Michigan 
uh, boy, so he did play university hockey, and you know how much the Sens love taking True. players from university, so I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, Sens love their university boys for sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, after that comes uh, 2016-17, which uh, was a big year for Ottawa in real life, but I don't know if it would be as big of a year if Charo was here. Um, I think that if Charo was around, there would be some butterfly effect. I can't remember exactly what my reasoning was, but Patrick Seeloff never would have become a senator, um, which means that Clark MacArthur probably wouldn't have been injured in training camp, uh, which means that he wouldn't have come back in the playoffs and the team wouldn't have been able to rally around that. Mm-hmm. And, and Bobby uh, Ryan wouldn't have been there. Yeah, Bobby Ryan the, wouldn't have They don't make him. that trade. <laughs> yeah, they don't make that trade because Alfie never left so there wasn't that void yeah Suns fans need yeah to fill. I forgot to mention that for sure uh, and also Craig Anderson wouldn't have been a senator so him and Nicole the team rallied around them in 2017 as well right and they wouldn't be around for for that to happen here that's a good um, take yeah so I think that like Guy Boucher's system would work for the Sens but I don't think they would I don't think it would be enough to carry them through the playoffs so maybe they would get eliminated in the first or second round. Uh, I wrote the first round here and uh, said that they would draft Josh Norris for similar reasons as David Runblad would have been drafted by the Sens. Right. They like they were interested in him. They shouldn't have the pick to get him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so the year after that would be the Vegas expansion draft, uh, where... It's it'd be pretty clear who Ottawa would protect. It'd be Zabanajad, obviously, uh, Turris, who we would get from the Runblad trade, which would still be able to happen. Uh, Spezza, because he's a leader. Pajot, Stone, and Nick Foligno, who would also the my thought for Foligno trade never would have happened uh, with Char on the team. Right, because um, Carlson's got his defenseman. Yeah, to and then save his ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Carlson, Charo, Wierinski would be our three defensemen we would protect, and Robin Leonard would be the goalie. Um, so I wrote that a deal could be made with Vegas that they could take Mike Hoffman in exchange to also take Clark MacArthur's contract. Uh, what would you think of that? Um. Yeah, I think that's. That's a good point, but um, it's not my article. So, obviously, <laughs> like, you had a plan here, and it, um, I think, you know, if you get Clark McCarthy's contracts off the book, it's it's not a big, or it's not a huge contract, but also there was that dilemma with Hoffman and Carlson, so it's nice to get him out there. So yeah. I'd say, yeah, that's the right move. Okay. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, uh, I believe 2017-18 was around the time that the Hoffman-Carlson thing happened. Um, so maybe Hoffman's value wasn't quite as high as it would have been. And uh, so he would have been just enough to get us MacArthur gone and that was it. Um, right. So, but most of the team still stays together, which is nice. I mean, losing Hoffman is a big thing for sure. He's like a 20 to 30 goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh we have, we have Ryan Dezingle. <laughs> <laughs> he was good, man. He had twenty goals at the Sens. He man, was. He definitely was no joke. No. I think he's just being used wrong in Carolina. Yeah, kind of third line role there. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah. Um, but that season, I think that's when Gouch- Boucher's kind of his uh, whatever System he was doing just implodes. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone would figure us out. Yeah, um, it did not work in the second year. That's for sure. No, and I think nothing changes there, and uh, so the Suns would miss the playoffs. Uh, I don't think we would do quite as bad, so we wouldn't be able to get Brady Kachuk, but maybe 13th overall, we could select Joel Farabee. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely a big loss, losing Kachuk, but Farabee's a good player. Um, you got the final season. Yeah, final season. Well, yeah, kind of. 2018-2019 uh, is the final full season, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. This would be a big year for the Sens after firing Boucher. Uh, the Sens would do like, they would do a lot better. Uh, maybe yeah. getting themselves into a playoff spot for sure. <laughs> Always a new morale boost when a new coach comes in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think that in the first round, they would be against the Bruins. Maybe without Chara, we would win. Uh, nice. And then we would get past the Blue Jackets in the second round, who just came off a season or a first round of sweeping Tampa. Uh, then yeah, would be came, the Hurricanes. They hur- were flat in their second round. Yeah, exactly. Then would be the Hurricanes in the conference finals, who were a good team. Uh, full credit to them, but uh, like the Suns could get past them. Um, mm-hmm. And then in the Stanley Cup finals, a big series against the St. Louis Blues. I think it would go to seven games. Um, and the old like, sense. Yeah, nobody would expect sense the sense to make sense. it this far. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, with Carlson never getting injured, with Chara being Zadino Chara somehow still at like 40 years old, uh, Stone and Zibanejad on the team, and with a good amount of depth, I think the Sens could beat the Blues uh, for the second Stanley Cup in franchise history. And oh, uh, I wrote, take. <laughs> I wrote too that uh, the winning goal being scored could be by Felino from one of Spets's signature no look drop passes. Nice. I know how much Sens fans love those. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. And then um, I guess uh, we'll let the readers finish off the rest of the article. Uh, if they want to read it, but what uh, what did you have the final lines looking like when the, if it was the president right now? Um, so I said that uh, Char and Spezza would probably retire at some point after that cup win. Um, so I said that our first line would be Faraby Zabanajad Stone, which is a pretty good first line with a young winger and two line. veterans. Uh, then on the second line, Dezingle, Turris, and Colin White, which, again, is pretty solid. Uh, none of those players are really playing that well today, but I think if they were all in the Sens playing together, Succeeding, I think they yeah. would do well. Um, then the third line, Silverberg, Pajot, and Luke Kunin. Silverberg. Um, yeah, of course he would have stayed a senator stayed. without the Bobby yeah. Ryan trade. Yeah. Um, and then... I kind of had no room for Nick Foligno, so I had to throw him on the fourth line, even though I think he's better than a fourth liner. And then he'd be playing with Schlappick and Zach Smith. Zach Smith. Yeah. Schlappick just signed uh, a two-year contract extension today, so it's pretty cool he's coming back to yeah. a contract. Hopefully he can um, make it at some point. Yeah. Well, uh, what are your D looking like? 
Uh, without Char on the team, I would say that Wierenski would be the obvious first pairing guy with Eric Carlson. Uh, That'd be oh, a pretty yeah. sick pairing. Yeah. <laughs> and then our depth would kind of fall off after that. With uh, Well, Annan is a good defenseman. Yeah, he's young. I think he has potential to be top four. Yeah, and Yarosh maybe not quite. Uh, no Brandstrom. And Stone the, trade never happens. Yeah, of course, Brandstrom would never be on the team. And then uh, third pairing, Borvietsky and Cece, which we've seen before. <laughs> hasn't worked great, but uh, that's kind of who we have left at this point. Oh, geez. Well, <laughs> um, and then you have, as your goalies, you have... Robin Leonard and, and uh, Marcus Hogberg. Well, that's a pretty cool little what-if you got there. And then if uh, if our fans want to go to, uh, read that on our website, just go to articles... Um. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much your full article. Your second "what if" you've written. Yeah, yeah, and uh, maybe more to come in the future if uh, if people like them. <laughs> yeah, true. I guess let us know uh, on our page on Twitter at at the Sense Academy if you guys want to keep the "what if" articles coming. You know, Mateo likes to do them. Yeah, a lot, fun so. to do. <laughs> um, well, I think that'll about do it. Uh, we were. 21 minutes in and I think that will do do it for the show. Thanks for listening guys. We'll uh, be back later this week. Talk to you later. Bye. Peace. <laughs>